Let's do it, everyone. Patreon preview. And here. Yep. And this is Ben. And uh, we never really do a uh, podcast reviewing another podcast type of thing. But uh, there's been a lot in the news lately on what was in last week's Fat Man Beyond podcast. Uh, and it's interesting, too, because a lot that's been reported has been kind of misreported. So, <laughs> right. Thought we'd do kind of our own version of uh, what's been covered and try to separate fact from fiction. On that, uh, it is a three-hour, three plus. It pretty much is close to a three-hour podcast with Kevin Smith and Mark. Burdard. What I, sort of jackasses would do a long <laughs> podcast like that? I know, right? Uh, <laughs> but they did a long-ass podcast about the Flash stuff, and there were some things in it that people have been reporting that may or may not actually be true. So. I thought I would break down the three major things that they talked about that people have been uh, sort of spreading around. The first one is something that's been around a lot, which is uh, even in the comments section in our videos, which is the fact that uh, Kevin Smith brought up in the podcast that he was talking to uh, Michael Uslan's son about how uh, Michael Uslan was at home looking for the numbers at The Flash and that if The Flash did well, that there would be a Batman Beyond movie with Keaton. But given the uh, the current numbers, it doesn't look like that's a possibility. So uh, this has been going around, and a lot of people have been, uh, you know, disappointed that this is not going to happen. However, uh, there's some other evidence that points to things might not be exactly what Kevin Smith shared on that. Uh, <laughs> so one of these is Michael Uslan himself. Uh, the day after this started getting spread around, he posted on Instagram uh, this picture. That says, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Abraham Lincoln, 1868. <laughs> um, and uh, in the comments, somebody asked him, hey, does this have anything to do with Kevin Smith saying there was going to be a Batman Beyond movie if The Flash was a box office success? And Michael Uslan said, that's one. Uh, and <laughs> at the same time, uh, Alex from the, uh, you know, Flashbacks, the Flash Rewatch podcast, as well as Night of the Batman, one of our, uh, you know, friends and fellow podcasters uh, even responded on another Instagram post uh, about this supposed news saying that this has been debunked by Michael Uslan and Michael Uslan himself found that comment and liked it. So Michael Uslan is saying that this whole thing about there being a Batman Beyond movie with Keaton and that being dependent on the Flash stuff is not actually true. Now, this is kind of weird, though, because it's not like this came from any blog. This came from Kevin Smith, who doesn't really have a reason to lie. And Kevin Smith is, right. as his source wasn't just some random jackass. His source was Michael Uslan's <laughs> son. It wasn't so... some random jackass on the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm not really sure what happened here because we got... There's nobody who has a reason to lie in any of these instances from what we can see yet, right? Like, Kevin Smith has no reason to lie that David Uslan, David being Michael's son, told him about this. David Uslan, I don't think, has a reason to have told Kevin Smith something that he didn't believe was true. Uh, and then I maybe Michael Uslan is on damage control or something, and something wasn't supposed to be out there, or maybe it isn't true. And his son was under, I don't know, it's just it's a weird thing because you've got three people who are actually in the industry here. This isn't a case where it's a random blog who just got stuff wrong, which is what usually happens, you know. Like, I mean, like, it's weird. Fucking, so Christina Hodson was tasked supposedly with writing Batman Beyond script. Mm -hmm. As Gunn was taking over, and this is a spec, I don't know if it's speculation, but this is what we've read, right? Right. And like, it's, you know, 
but she was like told to stop once gun took over and they were kind of reconfiguring everything and and she's still in the bullpen apparently so that's good Mm -hmm. uh but uh like so as if is it is it maybe connected to that it's like she was maybe maybe because like we we've heard about that right and even then that wasn't really confirmed by anybody in there it was just like one trade you know one person in in the you know scoops industry reporting it to another uh, I think Hollywood Reporter, Heat Vision and Hollywood Reporter was the ones who confirmed that uh, it was some version of Keaton reuniting with Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, you know, something like that. But yeah. we didn't really hear anything from Gunn or Hodson about it anyway. And so maybe it's a case where Yuzlin is saying that, uh, hey, this isn't true because the Batman Beyond movie was already canceled anyway. And it wasn't. It was it, but it was canceled because of the new gun direction. It would had. It was. This was way before Flash, Flash box office, like you know, came out before the mm-hmm. budget was released. So it's like a bunch of half truths and lies all wrapped up into one, and the timelines are all off, mm-hmm. and 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 all that. Plus, it's like, dude, it's gonna. So the way they're making it seem. Like they wanted a sequel to this Flash after the Gunverse started, mm-hmm. as connected to this Flash, but it's <laughs> Batman Beyond Keaton. Like I know you want. It's just like, dude, it just people already want the Snyderverse back, and now you want this verse back too. Well, I guess it, the argument can be made that this Flash is sort of Snyderverse, but but anyway, mm-hmm. at any rate, dude, just. <laughs> It's over, man. Like that. It's just. It's just. We got one more Aquaman two, and and we're out, dude. We're mm-hmm. we're, we're on to Superman Legacy and to a whole new world. Yeah. With the, with the authority and all that. Like we have kind of a bright future. Everybody, please stop looking in the past. I, yeah. <laughs> and and also like Batman Beyond. I I agree. It it it's it's DC's white whale. A kind of like it's it's the Batman name. Uh, it is Batman a version of it. It's the future sci-fi. If they got like a Blade Runner kind of thing, it could be incredible. If 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 Deacon shot this thing, it'd be like, oh my god, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Roger Deacons for people that might not know. Um, he did a lot of shit, but he did do Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which is which would be perfect for this. Mm-hmm. And he also commented that the cinematography for the Batman should have won. Yeah. So he's he's very pro Batman, at least pro Batman cinematography. So uh, I don't think he'd be against it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it's against a big paycheck anyway. But <laughs> but but yeah, like to, I I know I understand why fans want a big like a Batman Beyond movie, and I think I think Gunn should do it for sure. But it ain't this. It's just not this yet, mm-hmm. and it might not be Keaton. Man, just. It, please internet will you please I, like i get it i know you want old keaton back in this role but dude he's not gonna be around forever either either that man too. you know what mm-hmm. i mean we're years away years and years away he's in his mid 70s dude didn't he like early 70s in, but yeah still in the 70s he's in his 70s it, he's in really good shape. he's looking good for mm-hmm. 70 year old uh but you know it's just Time is not on. <laughs> it's not on it's our. Tight. No. Th- there's a famous, uh, not famous, but one of the best Game of Thrones quotes is, uh, "Time, it fucks us all." <laughs> 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 oh no! There was an. It was like 
nothing fucks you like time boy <laughs> like <laughs> so it's True. you know i just think about all that and we might not ever get keaton batman beyond guys mm-hmm. i'm not saying give up on your dreams in life but this might be one you might need to let go <laughs> like I, that's just me how do you feel ben i just feel like it's a little people are going crazy with these things well you know i'm not a, that huge of a fan of the original thing anyway like right, in terms of right, the, right. the cartoon and also you wouldn't get you can't really do a faithful version of batman beyond of keaton right because like the the whole yeah. if even the opening with batman beyond's pilot like he he retires because he gets too old to the point where he has to resort to using a gun and he's like i'd never again is what he says and keaton would that wouldn't bother him <laughs> you know like right right right, right clearly based off of what we've seen so like that doesn't really work you can't right. do the best batman beyond story return of the joker um and if you did it'd have to be very different because you can't do the whole tim drake thing tim drake wasn't around so you can't really do that either it'd have to be completely different from what was in the animated series and there's another aspect to it where like you'd still have to the way that the cartoon is done bruce wayne is not the main character right oh yeah bruce wayne was not the main character so if it really comes down to a version of the story where bruce wayne is a supporting character are we going to choose a batman beyond one with keaton on the sidelines but he never wears the suit and they can't really stay faithful to the original source of the cartoon that everyone seems to love. Or do we go with what we already got where Keaton does get to come back one last time in the suit in a multiverse, you know, big multiverse type of uh, DC thing for one final round. Like maybe we actually do live in the best timeline between those two options. Cause I'm like, well, who knows how good it would have been. It definitely couldn't have been very faithful to it. I, again, it could also have been amazing. I do think that, they're like if you're going to do it you should do it soon because the people who grew up with that cartoon are adults now so oh yeah definitely definitely yeah like at a certain point this is going to be outdated you can't do if you if you try to do batman beyond like 10 years from now i feel like it's going to be like what that weird you know random batman in the future show that's on max like it's it's not going to have the same effect there's not going to be the nostalgia for it uh so it's just it's one where i'm like look i think they could do a version of Batman Beyond with Keaton, but it would be very different from the cartoon. I would prefer it to be something closer to like, you know, I keep bringing up Top Gun Maverick a lot, but like he's Maverick and Terry McGinnis is uh, Rooster, like that type yeah, of thing. Yeah, where, like, yeah, they're yeah. Both kind of like very involved uh, with it in some way, but you'd have to change a lot. You'd have to change a lot of the backstory in order to fit the, uh, the Burton verse. Um, and I don't know if I really would want to see that type of thing compared to just something else that it's its own thing. Maybe some version of, uh, you know, a Keaton Batman movie where he is older, but it has just elements of Dark Knight Returns and Kingdom Come and Batman Beyond in it for its own, th- you know, his last stand that isn't the Flash thing since, you know, Barry, you know, going back in time kind of undoes his death in that movie anyway. Right. I, I mean, I if it's going to be in Gunverse, I guess you'd have to put on old age makeup to whoever they put in the suit for Brave and the Bold. That too. Also, right? They said it's in that continuity. Yeah. If, I would hope, I'd hope it would be, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, I guess it would have to kind of be near the end of the DCU run that Gun has so. planned. Anyway, so this is even years, years later, you know, like this is, Honestly, dude, yeah, it's just, it's just, this is years away, but they definitely, 
Well, then again, it's fucking going to be just an older and older Mac show, like you said. So yeah. I don't know, but it, it, yeah, it, it, it's weird. I don't yeah. think if they if they can't do it in the next ten years, I'd rather they just not do it at all. It, I guess you you could do like Elseworlds or something, you know? Yeah, because yeah. if they put it in the continuity of the Gunverse, then it's. I guess you just see too much of a preview of that of that old Batman, and we just we would have just met the younger Batman in this continuity and mm-hmm. it's just if it comes too quickly it's a, it just seems off uh well, there's also yeah. the three Batman aspect too we've already got Pattinson we've got the brave and the bold Zaz have already said there's not going to be three Batman or four Batman you know so yeah yeah we're already pushing it with two right now we're going to bring Keaton back for a third one Maybe, dude, maybe they just do a new animated one on Max or something. I would be, it'd be fucking sick if they did like an R rated Batman Beyond, bro. Mm. Like, I would watch the shit out of that, uh, you know, on, uh, on Max. That would be sick, actually. Yeah. Cause you can't do a revival with Conroy is gone. Yep. Yep. But if it's an animated version, but set in the Keaton verse and Keaton just does the voice, in which case it doesn't really matter how old he is, uh, to do that. Nope. Does you not matter. Do some version of that, yeah. That, that would be something. cool. That would be cool. Yeah. It, it 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 is a, like on paper. Like sci-fi movies do great. Batman movies mm-hmm. usually do great. Like it's just it really should it should have happened already. And it just sucks that it hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I maybe and, and going back to the original story. Yeah, this probably has some connection to what Hodson was doing. Yeah, uh, and maybe and they she just was, got confused or something. She was told somebody got her, confused. She was told to put her pencil down, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I mean, it, there is a possibility that hey, like put this on hold and we'll see how the flash does. And then you know, maybe this is somewhat true about the flash reception said, like, okay, this thing is gone for good, and you know, Uslan doesn't want that out there or something. I don't know, you know. Um, but it's we he's been on our show, but like it's not like he's telling us anything about this either, other than what he's already posted here about it, but not being true. But I think the story is a lot more complicated than what uh, other news outlets are saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's yeah, there's a lot going on with this one. Interesting yeah. stuff. So that's the first one. Uh, the second thing is that Kevin Smith speculates on his show about like, hey, like I could see a world where Warner Brothers courts Christian Bale for months and months to come back as Bruce Wayne for this Flash cameo at the end and him saying no, uh, which is why they would go to Clooney. Uh, so now everyone is reporting Christian Bale turned down the role of coming back as Bruce Wayne at the end of the flash. And to try to correct this, which has already been out there for all over the place, Kevin Smith says, quote, what's missing from this fat man beyond clip. I think somebody edited it out, out of conflict context. It says, uh, what's missing from this clip is when I said, I think there's a world and it feels like it was just conjecture, not inside information. Here's an actually credible, Hollywood Reporter article by Boris Kidd about how that cameo, the Clooney cameo, was shot six months ago. So, in other words, we don't actually know if Bale was ever offered anything. Dude, probably not, because they know Nolan's going to say no. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bale is going to go with whatever Nolan says, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, dude, I personally, I don't want to see Bale in this movie. Yeah, that too. I, I don't at all. Don't. Like, the tone's so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keaton's just fun, and Clooney's obviously fun. Mm-hmm. You know, their bat cameos were good. I, I, I just, I, it's just like I just don't see why people really want this. 
it, it's just so it's beyond the pale for me honestly yeah. uh it's just it's just nerds want everything dude just <laughs> fucking let some things go i know right i think i saw i saw a few things of people saying like if they brought back bale's batman instead of keaton's batman in the flashpoint universe this movie would have made money and i'm just like yeah guys that that's the casting that really ruined this movie just it was the wrong <laughs> batman <laughs> They really fucked up with that casting. Yeah, dude. He was yeah. Keaton's the problem, not the criminal. I know we've talked about like how like, you know, your reg regular casual audiences might not know Ezra Miller's dealings mm -hmm. in their personal life. But I feel like, dude, that story is kind of like out there. I I've it's been thinking about factor. I've been yeah. thinking about this more and more. Like it's like I feel like fucking almost everybody knows that shit. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, they might not know the details, but they know like, hey, this person has problems and has been in a lot of legal trouble and has been accused of a lot of different things. Yeah, and just overall bad juju all around the movie, man. Mm -hmm. um, again, I'll say it again, hopefully for the last time. I hope they get therapy and receive residuals from The Flash forever, but kind of done from here on out, man. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, Ezra. It's just, you know... Just kind of, just kind of done at this point. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's ridiculous to try to point the if there's any casting blame on anyone else outside of, you know, the most yeah. obvious one, at this one. Yeah. So yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. That's the second factor, and then the third factor is the big one that people have been talking about, which is that uh, both Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard have apparently watched the Schumacher cut. Uh, this is a tweet from. Uh, our Patreon patron Halsey saying, sounds like there's going to be a 17th Batman forever deep dive from us. You're damn right. There will be. Uh, so... I have not listened to this episode yet. So did Mark Bernardin, I, you know, he's kind of more discerning than Kevin Smith is. Did, did he say he liked it or no? Um, I'll tell you the truth. I haven't had time to finish it. Oh shit. Three fucking okay. Hours. So like, I yeah, haven't gotten yeah. to that point because they're talking so much about the flash stuff that I, right, just, right. I haven't gotten to that point. So, all I've got is info from other people, which I know, I know, maybe not the best, but it seems like a lot of people are, are um, basically repeat stuff that I think is likely true that everyone has been regurgitating, which is uh, that uh, Kevin Smith said he got it from somebody named uh, Joe Black, who had the copy of it. It is not a finished cut. Uh, it has temp tracks on it, some of which have the Danny Elfman Batman uh, score to it. So this makes a lot of sense. Of course, it's an earlier cut of the movie. So oh, it yeah, wouldn't necessarily sure. have, yeah. it wouldn't be finished uh, at this point. Apparently it's two and a half hours long. It does start with, it does have a lot of the elements of stuff that we've reported about beforehand. So it does start with Two-Face breaking out of Arkham with, you know, the words, the bat must die on there. That deleted scene is out there. So I'd mm -hmm. be very surprised if that wasn't in this. Um, it says that the news footage of Two-Face's origin is at Bruce Wayne's office, which is in the script that we've gone over. So that makes sense. Uh, we've got uh, other scenes. It says of Edward, Edward Nigma gets his machines turned on before meeting Bruce Wayne. You know, we see footage of that already in the U2, you know, the U2 music video. Um, Kevin Smith said that Bruce Wayne doesn't suit up until 15 minutes in the movie. Again, makes sense with the order that was in the original script. So a lot of stuff uh, isn't really surprising. However, what surprises me is apparently there are some things that made into the final cut that aren't in this earlier one. Uh, one of those is... Uh, it says the security guard saying it's boiling acid is not in the Schumacher cut. Okay. Which I'm kind of like, wow, good riddance. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. 
must have been added later. Um, apparently, neither is Dick Grayson doing laundry foo. You know that where he's trying to do martial arts with the laundry. Yes, yes. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. And um, people have been talking about how the dialogue from Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey apparently is uh, 80 yard to sound more campy, but it sounds I'd, I'd have to listen to the specific context of what Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard are saying. Are they saying that it was made to be more campy? Is it campier than the final film? Or are they saying that it must have been 80 yard in the final cut to make it more campy? Um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. The, uh, Alex from, uh, you know, the previous podcast that we're talking about said that uh, from what he heard, because he heard the episode too, he said certain lines are more subtle in this version, like they weren't dubbed over yet with the more big performances we got later. They said Tommy Lee Jones was more balanced vocally in this version with his performance, less screaming, I'd assume, and laughing like an idiot. Same with Carrie too, apparently. Hmm. Right. That could be interesting. Yeah. Um, they do keep Bruce Wayne getting amnesia after getting shot by Two-Face, which again, that is something that we knew was in the script. And we obviously know they shot that because they also shot him going down to the Batcave to see the giant bat. But we've never seen the actual footage of that scene. So if that does exist, uh, in this uh in some you know somewhat good quality that would be a gem you know like that that would be perfect um because you need that scene and you need the scene of him telling chase like hey like i feel like i was the one who killed my parents like if you don't have those scenes to set it up then the bat cave scene doesn't work uh in that so if that's kind of all i ask for the schumacher cut <laughs> just have the full story of that uh, red book <laughs> diary so that we could do it. But apparently in this, Kevin Smith hints that he would show the Schumacher cut at the Schma the Smodcastle Cinemas starting July 1st, which is this Saturday. I don't think we can make it. Um, <laughs> and the other one would be in August. However, the Epic Film Guys podcast said that they contacted the Smodcastle Cinemas and they advised that the screenings uh, have not been officially confirmed yet. So who knows? Also, we are not in Jersey where the Smodcastle Cinema is, and I'd hate to fly out there for something that's not actually going to happen. So we'll see. Yeah, so Kevin Smith is a public figure. He's a celebrity. Mm -hmm. He must have some connections at DC, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. And he's a, a theater owner, too. So all that wrapped up. Like He, he must have gotten a legal go-ahead to do this. I feel like it's strange for... Like if it was somebody that found some cam footage and shit or whatever the hell online mm -hmm. and showed it at like a private theater or whatever, uh, you know, that's one thing. But this is a guy. It's Kevin Smith doing this at a th at a proper theater, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and there's something going on here, man. I feel like this is maybe like a he received the go ahead from people at D.C. to kind of start a grassroots thing maybe to kind of get the Schumacher cut going and maybe eventually that can lead to the funding to make a proper Schumacher cut that they can put on max mm -hmm. just you know more content for max so that's kind of a read on this because I mean it's just it's kind of it's kind of odd to be showing a cut like this and promoting it um with being a public figure also sure. you know like mm -hmm. it, it's it's like too it's too legit of a setting for something so which what's normally kind of very underground on the internet i mean yeah, everybody yeah. everybody in our in our world knows about it 
but it's still kind of underground law, almost lost media kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's there's something going on here, dude. He's talking with people at DC. That's my yeah. that's my read on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, for sure. We'll there's see, no we'll way he's screen without any sort of uh, permission. Yeah, like he doesn't want to be not that kind of canceled, but you know, canceled as a director for doing shit like this. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so he he must have talked to some people. He's got to have friends at DC and mm-hmm. Warner Brothers and received the go ahead to screen it. I would mm-hmm. I, I would assume so. Yeah. Um, it's that that part. All this whole story is kind of interesting to me from from kind of all that angle I've been talking about. So yeah, I kind of wish they'd show it in fucking LA. Uh, yeah. Then I, you know, of course we definitely go, but I don't want to like, I just don't want to, I don't have the money right now also to, 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 to go to Jersey to <laughs> fly across the country. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I might be crazy to do it. Yeah. We'll okay. Okay. <laughs> I do love this movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I do love our our coverage of this movie as well, and and I feel like getting to see it in the theater would be the culmination, the ultimate culmination of all this in an already insane year where Keaton and Clooney got to come back, and this is probably the only way that Kilmer, in some way, gets to come back. But again, like, I have to get confirmation that this is actually happening because I'm not yeah. flying the way over there just to see something live that I could see in L.A., which is. You know, because they they do the podcast here too in LA at the Scum and Villainy Cantina, so it's not like I need to go to Jersey to meet Kevin and Mark, either. Right. So, gotta get the confirmation this is happening if I'm going to do that. <clears throat> and that confirmation is probably uh, the 100% go ahead green light from Warner Brothers legal, probably to do this because mm-hmm. Kevin Smith does not want to get sued. Exactly. So I, I, I again all the shit I'm talking about right now. Is just my read on it. It's not. It's just all speculation on my part. But the same people who reported about the bail stuff are now being like superhero stuff. You should know says that they're waiting on legal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> More than likely, that's the case if this is all true and happening. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, thanks guys for listening in. We have the uh, Patreon. Uh, this is the Patreon preview. In the actual Patreon itself, we'll be covering other things. But until then, I am leaving this picture up as a little hint at something to come with uh, my collaboration with uh, Nuvers Creative, an audio drama YouTube channel uh, that does audio dramas of different things, including stuff set in the Burton verse. And uh, it might have something related to this picture very soon. Okay, great. So, yeah, the rest of this episode will be behind the paywall. Please go to patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod mm-hmm. and that's it's going to be at the five dollar tier and yeah cancel anytime five bucks can you know you can listen to 170 episodes plus uh at the moment uh just for five bucks so there it is and uh we will now catch you behind the paywall You're listening to the Geekscape Network.